Many of us describe ourselves as having a sweet tooth. But science is now unlocking the secrets of why having a well-developed taste and tolerance to bitter foods could have a wealth of health benefits. That even with their many health benefits, the bitterness of foods such as broccoli, spinach and turnip can put people off. Now, new research finds that the taste perception of bitter foods can change the more they are eaten. Australians do a poor job when it comes to eating vegetables, with just 7% getting in the recommended 5 serves each day. Eating more of these foods can be challenging when they often have an unpleasant bitter taste, making it difficult to promote the health benefits of vegetables. This is in stark contrast to the fat, sugar and salt-heavy obesogenic diets typical of many Western countries and where taste plays a key role in the desirability of these foods. Bitter is its own uniquely developed taste. Whenever you experience a bitter taste, like grapefruit or Brussels sprouts, or even a cup of strong coffee, there's a reaction happening in your mouth between the chemical compounds in the food and your taste buds. This is what creates that bitter taste sensation. Sensing bitterness is actually a primal way for our bodies to detect potential poisons, as many of these bitter chemicals are part of a plant's defense system. Yet, a small amount of these substances, which technically can be considered a poison at high enough doses, can stimulate the body's defense system that enhances our antioxidant defense system to protect against disease. And it is one of the reasons that many of the bitter foods such as broccoli, spinach and even coffee are increasingly being linked to good health. There's also some evidence that bitter foods may work like prebiotics in the gut too. Now some people enjoy the flavour of bitter foods, while others find them hard to stomach. That's because we each have a unique makeup of taste buds and their sensitivity can vary. Taste, though, is not a fixed sensation, with sensitivity and perception able to change over time. Taste buds tend to lose their sensitivity as we age, which explains why children usually spit out bitter foods at first. They're too strong for them. One mechanism that taste can change is through proteins found in saliva. Food is dissolved in saliva and from there is exposed to over 1,000 different proteins. In humans, salivary protein profiles are related to taste sensitivity and food preference. Salivary protein profiles are different in children with limited food selections compared to children with no such eating difficulties. Amazingly, what is eaten can change the makeup of the salivary proteins, which can then alter the sense of taste. The modification of bitter taste could be a defense system by salivary proteins to allow altering of the characteristics of the food. So to explore this link further, in research looking at bitter taste perception, laboratory rats were trained to detect decreasing levels of bitterness in water, which had quinine added to it. Quinine is what gives tonic water its bitter taste. The rats were then put on diets containing either bitter chemicals designed to alter their salivary proteins or were given a standard control diet. The rats exposed to salivary protein-inducing diets had higher detection thresholds for bitter taste, 
meaning they were less sensitive to it. So over time, and with the change in salivary proteins, the bitter taste of the water declined as they tasted less of the bitterness in it. So it shows they had gotten used to the taste. And I'll link to this study in the show notes. Now, I know this is a rat study, but the results do agree with what we intuitively know about our own taste preferences. In that, they can change over time as we change the level of exposure to a taste. If we were, for example, to slightly reduce how much salt we add to food or how much sugar we add to our coffee or tea. Another interesting thing about bitter foods is that they are also thought to help with digestion and even with feelings of fullness after eating. For instance, stimulation of bitter taste receptors in the gut. Yes, we can actually sense bitter in our gut as well as our mouth has been shown to trigger the release of hormones that control appetite and food intake. In one study, people who took capsules of a bitter compound an hour before an all-you-can-eat meal ate fewer kilojoules than when given a placebo pill. So there certainly appears something to this story. And when you look at the types of foods that are bitter, such as spinach, broccoli, coffee, green tea, kale, and even cranberries, most of these are low in calories or have a very low energy density. So this research helps to show that bitterness can be an acquired taste. Increasing exposure to bitter foods by eating more of them can change the taste perception of these foods, meaning they'll taste better and less bitter, and that means your health will be better for it. Just give it a little time. So that's it for today's show. You can find the show notes either in the app you're listening to this podcast on if it supports it, or else head over to my webpage at thinkingnutrition.com.au and click on the podcast section to find this episode to read the show notes. If you find this podcast of value, then please consider sharing it with your friends and colleagues, or maybe even leave a review. This all helps increase the ranking and reach of the podcast, which means a big win for credible evidence-based nutrition messages while helping to delete out the crazy and making the world a slightly less confusing place. I'm Tim Crow, and you've been listening to Thinking Nutrition. Nutrition.